Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, Real Food Cooking for Busy People, the podcast where I am sharing all my tips and tricks for making real food a part of your real life. This is episode number three, Types of Meal Prep. The past few episodes, we've really focused on mindset, and I have done my best to convince you that maybe you can make some changes, and that maybe those changes aren't really all that difficult. And in fact, you can start putting wholesome homemade meals on the table in no time with very little stress with just a few tactics and strategies. Today, we are going to dive into one of my hallmark strategies for making homemade meals happen every single week. If you've been around the internet for any length of time, you've most certainly heard of meal prepping. The idea of meal prepping as perpetuated by Instagram is taking one day out of the week and binge preparing all of your meals in adorable matching containers that you stack up nicely in the fridge for a little less stress every week. While this is the typical definition of meal prep, I want to show you various different ways that you can prepare for your week through different types of meal prep. The best part is, that if the idea of dedicating lots and lots of hours to meal prep in one day is super overwhelming to you, you will find that this is certainly not the only way to success. There are ways you can save yourself so much time with meal prep without dedicating any extra time, but instead using the time that you are already cooking more efficiently. We'll talk more about that later. So, to get your creative juices flowing, I'm going to share what I consider to be the four main strategies of meal prep. I'll also dish out which strategies I am using the most often and those that I rarely, if ever, use and why. Oh, and as far as I know, there is no meal prep dictionary out there, so these names are made up or based on popular terms that I've heard before. Okay, so the first strategy that I want to talk about is dump recipes. The idea of behind a dump recipe is that you prep all of your ingredients, chop veggies, etc., put it in a gallon Ziploc bag and freeze it for later. When you are ready to cook, all you have to do is dump that recipe into a slow cooker, let it cook, and you are good to go. So without getting too opinionated, this is not my favorite option for meal prep for a few reasons. The first reason is taste. Some of you may have gotten excited about meal prep and tried this method before. Maybe you got together with some friends and had a mass shopping trip, chopped veggies for hours, and created your cute little time-saving packages. Maybe it's still working for you. If it is, great, keep doing it. But almost any time I have tried a recipe where you put all the ingredients in at the same time, you really sacrifice on quality. Cooking times for veggies usually differ from meats. Food tastes better when you use different cooking methods in the same recipe, like sauteing your vegetables in a soup or cooking your pasta separately before adding it to the rest of your ingredients. While there are certainly some hacks that sometimes work, I am generally trying to find strategies for meal prep that don't sacrifice the quality of my food. After all, this is something I want to become a habit for me, and good tasting food is non-negotiable. Number two, health. Often this type of meal prep involves a lot of pre-made and pre-packaged food, so it really isn't cooking, but more assembling cooked things. One recipe I have seen is barbecue meatballs with pre-cooked meatballs, barbecue sauce, and grape jelly. While I am not against shortcuts all the time, if this is the way I'm going to be feeding my family on the regular, 
I certainly want to be providing more healthful options, which usually involve more cooking from scratch and less packaged goods. Also, one thing that confuses me about dump recipes is that I'm not really sure it saves any time. How long would it have taken me to put frozen meatballs, barbecue sauce, and grape jelly into a saucepan and cook it up? 15 minutes? Maybe? Instead, you are taking the time to put it all into a freezer bag, freeze it, and then cook it with a longer cooking time because it's frozen. For that reason, I don't use this type of meal prep often at all. There are very few recipes that I might consider using it. Pot roast or beef stew, for example. But even then, I would likely turn to other methods that we'll keep talking about. So let's just quickly go over the positives of this method in case you do think it will work for you. Pros. Number one, this method is efficient. You can make lots of meals at once. Number two, there is little to no extra prep on dinner day. You are literally putting the entire meal in the crock pot on the day of, so no more dishes, no more thinking about your meal. It's all done for you. Cons. Like we've already talked about, number one, taste. Number two, quality. Number three, time. This method is not necessarily a time saver, it's more of an energy saver. Food is frozen and takes a while to cook in the crock pot, so you must have sufficient time, if not energy, on the day you'll be eating it. The next strategy I want to talk about is the cook now, eat later method. I'm kind of going in order of my favorite methods, so this method is, in my opinion, a little bit better than the dump recipes method. This method involves making a big batch of something and eating that something throughout the week. This is the method that I see most often on Instagram where they have all their cute little meal prep containers lined up and fill each one with a little rice, a little protein, some veggies, and then stack them up for meals throughout the week. If you are thinking that this method sounds a whole lot like leftovers, you are right. It is basically glorified leftovers. Because of that, it's still not my go-to method for meal prep all the time but there are cases that it is useful. When using this method, I tried to consider quality and make meals that either A, reheat well, something like stuffed shells or lasagna, or B, that don't need to be reheated at all. Things like wraps, sandwiches, salads, etc. If you are struggling to come up with ideas, go stock your grocery store deli because they are pros at this type of meal prep. I use this method most often for prepping my breakfasts and lunches because those types of meals tend to work better for this method. For example, I can make a big batch of oatmeal and it tastes about the same reheated throughout the week. Or I can pre-make some wraps or salads and add the sauces and crunchy stuff the day of and it tastes just like fresh every day. I also will sometimes use this method with dinners that reheat well, lasagna for example. And instead of cooking just one, I will cook two, one to eat that night and one to freeze for a rainy day. So let's recap some of the pros and cons of this method. Pros. Number one, all the work is done, no cooking is required on the day that you eat, just reheating and possibly not even that much. Number two, it's efficient, you dirty all your dishes at once on one day. Cons. Quality. Some foods don't reheat well. Two, shelf life. Once food is already cooked and kept in the refrigerator, you have to get to it in a certain amount of time or it will go bad in the refrigerator. The next method I want to talk about is the box meal method. 
How many of you out there have tried a meal delivery service like Blue Apron, HelloFresh, Dinnerly, or the like? I actually have yet to try one, although I have heard great things, but I have enough friends and family that have that I'm pretty familiar with the service. These companies are operating under an idea that is one of the very first things taught in culinary school, or nutrition education in my case, called mise en place, French for put in place. The idea of mise en place is that before you even begin cooking, you should be putting everything in its place. So get all of your ingredients out of the fridge, chop all of your veggies, measure all of your ingredients. After this is all done, then you start cooking. All you multitaskers out there, I know you are screaming in your seats at this one, but there's a reason it's been taught for years and years and years and why meal delivery companies have capitalized on this idea as well. It works. Even if you choose not to integrate any of these strategies into your cooking, just doing this one idea will save you time and stress in the kitchen, even if you are certain it will take longer to measure everything out first. If you can't tell, this is one of my favorite ways to meal prep, by creating my own personal box meals throughout the week. I choose my recipes, prep everything for each of the recipes in one day, and put all of my nice little packages into the refrigerator so when it's time to cook, it goes super quick and I can just throw it all together. I love this method because it has most of the convenience of dump recipes, but it actually tastes good because you are still using the traditional cooking methods you have just taken out the prep time. Though I hate to admit it, because I love this method, there are still a few drawbacks, so let's talk pros and cons. Pros. Quality. This is one of the best tasting ways to meal prep. Two, efficiency. All of these methods are efficient since that's basically the point of meal prep. Number three, this method makes cooking fun. Cons. Fridge space. You'll need lots of Tupperwares and organization bins and potentially a big refrigerator to make this work to the best of your abilities. Two, shelf life. If you are using raw meat or certain fruits and vegetables, you will need to be really organized and careful that you are using these things up in the week before they spoil. Number three, time. Some things will still take a long time to cook, brown rice, meat, etc., even if you have done all the prep work in advance, so you will still need a little bit of prep time in the evenings to make this type of meal prep happen. The last method I want to talk about is the create your own convenience food method. I really can't say whether this method or the box meal method is my favorite, but the two combined make up the majority of my meal prep system. As I mentioned, some of the cons for the box meal method are that foods can spoil in the fridge and that some foods can take a long time to cook. Period. There's just not really a way around this. So I use the create your own convenience food method to combat the cons and combine the two methods. The create your own convenience food method involves cooking the parts of your dish that would take the longest in advance and freezing just these portions. So, for example, instead of buying pre-cooked frozen meatballs, I make a big batch of meatballs and then throw them in lots of dishes throughout the week. Meatball sandwiches, spaghetti and meatballs, sweet and sour meatballs, you get the picture. 
Another food that takes a long time to cook is your grain, particularly if you are using whole grains or making rolls or another bread product. The good news is that cooked rice or cooked rolls freeze great, so it's easy to make big batches of these items when you have time and freeze them for later. This method is similar to the cook now, eat later method, except that instead of freezing a completed meal, you are freezing only elements of the meal. Then you can combine these elements with fresh elements, like fresh sauteed veggies instead of frozen, so the overall quality of the dish is better. It's like a win-win. I also love this method so much, but to be fair, let's go over pros and cons. Pros, number one, time. This method drastically cuts down on cooking time. Number two, shelf life. Food stays good for longer since it's kept in the freezer instead of the refrigerator. Number three, variety. This method allows for a greater variety of meals because you are freezing only the most basic parts of the meal and you can then make lots and lots of dishes out of them. Now for the cons. Number one, space. Cooking this way can take up a lot of freezer space and as you become more adept at this method, I can almost guarantee you'll find yourself shopping for a chest freezer. Number two, quality. Quality can sometimes be compromised a little bit. For example, grilled chicken might get a little bit dry when you reheat it. But when you mix it with fresh ingredients, you're not likely to notice this small dip in quality. Okay, so now it's time for a quick recap on all of the types of meal prep. Number one is the dump recipes method where you put all the raw ingredients together and dump and cook it later. Number two is the cook now, eat later method where you cook entire meals and eat it throughout the week. Number three is the box meal method where you take all of the prep steps from your recipes, do them in one day, and then just do the final cooking steps on the day you're going to eat. The last method is the make your own convenience food method where you make your own meatballs, grilled chicken, etc. to quickly add to fresh ingredients for a fast and easy meal later. All of these methods have pros and cons and ultimately all of these strategies can work together to make your life easier. I hope this episode has helped you get your creative juices flowing and has given you some specific strategies you can use to help make your family mealtime more successful. Next week, we're going over a very specific problem that I have run into while cooking more times than I can count. Tune in to see if you've had the same problem and see my strategies for overcoming it. Can't wait to talk next week. Happy cooking.